Welcome to Super Fight Freaks Podcast. It's me, it's your boy, the H-Town Hitler, and I'm joined by my guy, D-Raz, the Chinatown coon, a.k.a. the Frampton faggot. D-Raz, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We have some technical difficulties. Yeah, I'll tell you the technical difficulties. These uh, these motherfuckers at Zoom want to give us a 40-minute time limit uh, for a free show. Look, I look. I don't know if that's how it's been for everybody else, but, but for here at the Freaks, for years, it hasn't been like that. I well, we'll be taking our business is. elsewhere. Let me tell you, let me tell let me this. I'm talking directly to you, Zoom. I'm talking directly to the listeners of Zoom. And I know for a fact we've got some CEOs listening. And yeah. I know for a fact. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. And, no, but I'm also yeah. saying, and, I, and I've got this on good authority because we check IPs. And I would yep. check the IP addresses of, of a lot of our listeners. And All most of, of the freaks, they're not worried about that. Is no, We're not doing anything. But we yeah. want to know who's listening. And I know for You're a fact. You're not doing anything bad. You got nothing to worry about. Don't worry You're about it. You're not crossing us. If you're not a psyop, because we're yeah. checking, because look, you know, look, the real freaks, you know what we're doing, you know what yeah. we're talking about, you know the subject matter, and you know it's it's very serious and it's very delicate, and so yeah, we have to check for psyops and we have to check for 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 in for lack of a better term infidels, and we have, to, yeah. we have to look around for those type of people. So of course we're checking IPs, and I know for a fact we've got not one but several high-ranking officials at Zoom that uh, listen to this and. Uh, I'll tell them right now, you never had our business because we we never paid you guys a penny and you'll never get our business. Yeah. Uh, we'll be we'll be moving off this platform and you guys can go ahead and log off the chat right now. Yeah. Everyone, everyone else can go ahead and press S to spit on those Zoom pieces of shit while they leave the fucking chat. Yeah. One more time. That's press S to spit on uh, Zoom CEO. The Zoom executives, Zoom, but, uh, the Zoom executive board. All right, let's let's move it along. Look, let's talk. We, had, we had a good little rant before this that yeah. uh, I, you know, it's all lost in the wind. It's all. Done. And I want to be fair. I want to be fair to the to the people, uh, you know, everywhere. And that's what this is about. That one wasn't on them. We didn't click record. We just had a good uh, off, you know, off uh, off mic uh, rant that I uh, I feel should have been recorded. Well, no you know, you're trying to be nice. You're, you're trying to comfort the Zoom heads out there. And I, I'm telling you no to retract that because we shouldn't feel rushed. This used to be a, a sanctuary that we can. Yeah. Uh, and, well, and now we're having to look over our shoulders yeah. and look at that fucking countdown the whole time. It's pissing me off. I'm going to get right into it. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to go mid-rant. Look, look uh, um, a couple weeks ago, Jamambolo fought. Who did he fight? Um, yeah, in boxing, 154 pound division, Bombolo fought Castano and he won. So, look, Jamel, Jamal, Jamamlo, Bobo is this is the last Bobo standing in the 154. He's got all four, six, seven, eight titles. Yeah, he's got yep. them all, right? Yep, couple, couple years ago, this was a I'm not gonna say hot, but it, it was it was getting hot. The division, it was one of the hottest beat divisions because it's never been a glamour division for whatever reason. It's not a 47. It's not a heavyweight. It's not a 160. But of the B divisions, it was get, it was becoming probably the hottest B division. I, I would the, say the hottest. And I've told B. you this before. All the B div- divisions are the ones in between, the ones that need to be axed because you see what kind of people settle into those divisions. And you see, obviously, the public doesn't care. Yeah, the public uh, doesn't care. Yeah. So, so yeah, Jamambolo, J- J- Bobo, Charlo, you're the last one standing. You're the, and that's, that's really what happened. It's not that one guy rose to the top of that division. It's that it all crumbled, okay? The platform that they're all standing on, it caved in, and that's the last Bobo standing. He's not the best Bobo. He's not the number one Bobo. He's not the first Bobo. He's not the last Bobo. He's just the last Bobo standing. Just okay. happenstance. That's all it is. Nobody gives a shit. I've never seen a less convincing 
uh, undisputed eight, six, seven, nine titles, whatever it is. I will never say seen that, that that is the true. least convincing undisputed champ of all time. Guess what? You, you never fought Laura when it mattered. You might fight him next now that he's 55. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you never fought Hurd when, when we care to see it. Since then, Hurd's been beat a bunch of times. Uh, you, well, what were you doing? You were busy losing to that Detroit uh, crackhead, uh, <laughs> Tony, Tony Harrison. Yeah. Tony Harrison boxed your socks off for 18 rounds of your guys' two-fight trilogy, and, you, and fine. I, I Look, I guess yeah. you beat him. In the end, you beat him. Then you fight this five-foot-three midget, Brian Castano, and we all got to clap like he's such a good, talented Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. Beat him the first time too. You should have beaten him the first time. Yeah, and yeah, and it was a draw. A lot of people felt you lost. And I look. Guess what? You, you got the knockout this time. Good. You're two and two against the last four bubbles you fought, and now you happen to hold all the marbles. Wow. I don't give a fuck. Uh, so I, that's I, how I feel about that. That those are my thoughts on the fight. I'll pass it to you because anything you wanted to say about that. There's a lot I wanted to say about it, man. You, you you bring up a lot of good points. You didn't say it quite how I would have said it, but I, I do agree with the sentiment in that. You know, and I'm gonna, you know, you were a little more impassioned than I was, but I'll say this: I do think Charlo uh, probably is the best 154 now, or, or it's best to say, yeah, he's the last one standing. But yeah, it, I want you to hear you say it. He's the last Bobo standing. He's the last Bobo standing. He's the last Bobo standing. And uh, but I, I don't. He should you get know, a I shirt that says that. He should wear it everywhere he goes. It's because it's vaguely Bobo racist. It's I vaguely. don't think it's racist. I, I call everybody Bobo. It's just I don't have any. I'm not going to bother learning. I'll call you Bozo, Bobo, Goof. Yeah, but I say, yeah, Bozo maybe be a little bit better. The last Bozo standing. How is Bobo racist? Well, because that kind of sounds like a monkey name. <laughs> And you know that. I mean, you know, I don't have to. Uh, uh, that's you, you know. projecting. I don't care. And look, okay. Hey, look, if we had to I call. I can't prove that that's what you thought. So, yeah, I guess had, it look, is projecting. If there's one guy in the 154 pound division that we could call monkey, I, that, that would it would be that Bobo. Uh, but, well, but look, I, I, don't, I, think the, I think that doesn't make your case, but uh, I think that makes you look more racist now. Well, I don't care. How about that? No, and you should, and as you shouldn't. Anyway, look, um, he can wear the last bubble standing shirt. I'll, I'll wear the first racist shirt, uh, whatever you want me to what wear. What do you want me to say? What I'm going to say, or we spend say all 40 minutes talking about that? <laughs> uh, no, listen. I want to uh, look at my take from as many different lenses as possible. No, and that's what we do on the show, yeah. and that is what makes us different from this show. And uh, yeah. some people are screaming uh, at their phones yeah, or, or at the radio. Some the fun, and some people. Skipping are ahead 10 seconds over and over. And, but no, and then some people are rewinding 10 seconds yeah, yeah. to hear it all. I want to hear that again. Or uh, and, and so, you know, there's yin and yang, and, and we're covering all bases yeah, here. More so Bobo, less Bobo. Yeah. Yeah. So we're figuring it out. Anyhow, right, so good. say what you wanted to say. Look, uh, he, yeah, I will say this. I'm going to break it down for people that, that aren't, that don't follow boxing as closely. That, and I'm going to, I'm going to give some credence to what you said that. Look, this is the most unconvincing, undisputed uh, champion that there is in boxing. Undisputed champion should mean that you're the best guy. But let, let's look at it like this. There was a time when he had one belt. Uh, Laura had one belt. Uh, Heard. Uh, Heard had one belt, and Jaime Munguia had one belt, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, that that's pretty fair. Those are all uh, pretty decent fighters. No one's great. No one's going to be going to the Hall of Fame. No one's doing any of that. Well, how many of them did he fight and beat? Uh, zero. All right. But um, 
there was a time. Well, let's say that was 2018, 2019, maybe. That might have been 2019. I don't remember. But that was a good time, right? That's that's the time. That's all I'm trying to step this out for you because you didn't really you didn't really explain it to people. Well, we got 40 minutes, so let's not. Well, make I got to explain. I mean, this, well, okay. There's there's literally nothing else to talk about, so let's spend most of it on this. Uh, Absolutely not. I got I got more topics. I, I want. Okay, well, I want you to say what you want to say, but. Okay, well then, please let me do it. It's gonna obviously I'm gonna take all forty <laughs> minutes. I'm gonna be eight minutes on this. Let me just do it. Uh, so no, that's all. I'm just explaining that. Uh, okay, you're talking. That's the time you're talking about, right? When those four guys were there. Yes. Yeah. So they're all champions. They're all good. And what ends up happening is uh, Charlo actually loses uh, to Harrison, and people still to this day think that that was a uh, robbery. Somehow that's disgusting. It was not a robbery. It was a very fair beating that he got from uh, Tony Harrison. And then they have a rematch and he wins his belt. In the meantime, uh, Hurd does end up beating Lara and taking his belt in a thriller, but a very close fight. And I think both of those guys could have beaten Charlo. Uh, And then uh, Hurd ends up taking two two losses, uh, loses his belts to Julian Williams, a routine defense. So he loses his belts to Julian Williams. And then Julian Williams in a very, very soft touch fight, loses those two belts that he j- had just won to Jason Rosario or Hayson Rosario, whatever his name is. No one knows. I've never seen him before or since, right? Yeah. So that so if you're keeping track, that's how where the belts are now. Laura loses his belt in a very close fight, doesn't get the rematch for some reason, and he, he moves on. Uh, Hurd has two belts but loses them to Julian Williams, who's, game but uh he doesn't always rise he rises to the occasion sometimes he, he you know he does not so he ends up losing to uh an absolute unheralded uh jason rosario so now jason rosario someone we've never heard of before or since has two belts uh charlo has a belt that he lost and got back and jaime mungia he's over here or to the side he's made like eight defenses in three days He's beating a bunch of guys, smashing them. No one's calling his name out. He doesn't look like an easy fight for anybody. He's big and strong. And uh, they're not talking about him. Well, Charlo takes this as a grand opportunity that, okay, well, now now I'm really going to start unifying. So he unifies against Jason Rosario. It's a very bizarre uh, and, quite frankly, gay fight. They fight, and, and um, Charlo, surprise, surprise, beats the guy that no one's ever heard of yeah. before or since. So now he has three belts. So now I have to ask you, you know, now he has three belts. He did it in one fight, basically. Uh, that's not very impressive. I, I, look, if you look at it like, yes, if you look at it as a whole, having every belt is impressive. But if you look at that feat in itself, no, that wasn't very impressive. Now, the one guy, Jaime Munguia, who would have been a good fight, he moves up to middleweight. He's done waiting. I'm not, you know, he, he's not gay. He's sick of it. Okay, I've defended the belt six times. No unification on the horizon. I'm going. So he moves up to middleweight. The belt's vacant. Uh, it's basically picked up by some Brazilian dickhead named Patrick Teixeira. Again, never heard of him before or since. He loses, obviously, to Brian Castanho, who's he's he would be a great lightweight fighter, but he fights at 154. He's four foot five. Right, you got to bring it home. I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up on this bubble. Show. I'm explaining the whole fucking lineage. Nobody, nobody wants to know that. The well, anyway, of so, Bobo. so now. Charlo fights to a draw of Castanio, and then they have a rematch, and it's a very high. This is a 60 for 60 nobody's ever going to make. And he wins. So I'm just saying, are those impressive feats to you? No. I don't care about the titles, how many you got, how shiny they are. 
how much the sun is absorbed and flickers back off and you know it's all who you beaten who are you no, okay so, so you you'd say he didn't really beat anyone to be too impressed by no Always exactly yeah and, and that, that's why i want to bring it up to you this is this that whole thing the whole was yeah. to pose this question to you do you think boxing is better now it's more exciting now or it's was more exciting let's say 1995 1995 all right now the reason i bring that up is because uh you look at it since 1995 or since 2004 we should say i guess uh was the first time someone had unified all the belts that was bernard hopkins right it didn't happen again. He unified all the belts. It didn't happen again until like uh, it didn't happen again for like eleven years. It didn't happen again until I think Alexander is either Terrence Crawford or Alexander Usyk. And now I, everybody's I, doing it. It's happening every other weekend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So how yeah. is it less exciting when you look at it? Like, look, Terrence Crawford did it. Usyk did it. A bunch of guys did it. And even if you want to talk, those guys aren't unified champions anymore. But look at it as it is right now. Right now, present landscape. Uh, Josh Taylor uh, has all the belts, so that there's an undisputed champion. Uh, uh, Cambosis is going to – and that's at 140. Uh, Cambosis is going to fight Devin Haney in two weeks. That will unify all the belts at 135, barring a draw. Uh, 147, you have one guy with three belts, one guy with one belt, so they're one fight away from unification. 154, uh, there is a guy that has all of the belts. There, there's, there's no doubt about that. Uh, 160 it's a little bit fractured 168 there's a guy who has every belt all the belts are together uh 175 you're gonna have joe smith versus better be of in a couple weeks and that's going to unify three of the titles and there'll only be one belt left uh 175 oh that is one like this is a diary of an autist one i know i uh, this is long. Who I, I want to talk about because well, yeah, heavyweight no, no, heavy usick has three belts there's only one yeah. belt left so i'm saying look at all these divisions look at yeah. all there's there's a bunch of unified champions, and there's a lot more undisputed champions than there ever was in '95. How is this a lot worse? Not a single uh, 140, sure. Cruiserweight, um, I- I'm told it's legitimate. I don't know who anybody was. Okay, handshake, uh, hot dog and handshakes to him. I don't know who any of those people were. 140 drew half a dime. 147, not one intriguing matchup made. I don't care. 154, not one intriguing matchup made. I don't care. 160, I don't know if that's the same thing. Not one intriguing match. I, I, I want to see matchups. I, I don't care about the belts. So you, you so the matchups, it is still worse. Even with all these unifications and undisputed, it's still worse. Yes. Yeah, yeah and I agree with you. I, I just asked you. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know why that is. Because not one. Because it's all it's all paper transferring, PayPal transactions. This Jew is going to buy this title. We're going to strip this one and give it to this guy. It's all just it's all just a secretary making and winning all these fights. Like the secretary is the champ in top rank. Like whoever the one is filing all the papers, that's probably just to me has just a solid claim to be the WA super champion as Josecito Lopez or something like it. it, it it's that's all it is. It's just all paper fixing in the background. I find any intriguing fights happening. There's a, a you know what's funny is there's an intriguing fight that happens every now and then, but do you think that the, the, the and you would agree with that, right? Every now and again, there's an intriguing fight, sure, but they happen with such lack of you know, the frequency is so few and far between that any momentum they get from that fight, it's almost lost. And then, so when you look back at it as a whole, you look back and think, gosh, there was no intriguing fights, yeah. even though there may have been a few here and there, 
but because they happen so rarely, those almost don't count. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I mean, agree with you 100%. Yeah, you know, so you talk about me being an autist, and I, I will agree, dude. I can get way more autistic than that. I have... I've I've written down lists of and this is you know this is my office. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you need to take your meds. Uh, I've written down lists. I have a list that you might be interested in. Yeah, I, I have that, a. Li- all right, probably not. If it has anything to do with what you just rambled it, it does, on, it, but I won't recite this list here. You guys should. Maybe- I wish you guys could have seen Diaz. His <laughs> eyes were rolled in the back of his head, and he was looking straight up at the wall, talking <laughs> about just uh, just in a monotone voice. And then Gambosas is the unified champion. And then the next unified champion on May 31st of 2005 is <laughs> Ricky Bombo. <laughs> well, yeah. I have a list that I actually wrote down that you might like. This one might be more your speed. This is I have a list of every champion since 2009. This is every champion in every weight since 2009 that only ever won the belt once and never defended it. So you they made only a ever- list about that? I made a list about it because I was curious. <laughs> I made a list about it. Uh, every champion who has one title win. only They only have one title win. They won the belt and lost it, never defended it, and never won a belt again. Every champion in every weight up to since, 130 pounds. Since when? Since 2009. Uh, let every, me see if I can guess one. Yeah. S- since let, hey, let, me pause, let me pause you right here. Let me tell you something. The reason I do this is because this is my autistic brain, and this is why boxing. And if it's funny if, if, if hit, hit can remember this. There was a time when I didn't like boxing as a young yeah, kid. Yeah. Little did you guys know you were going to set me on a path of complete autism with this. It's completely use, useless information. I'm an idiot. And this is and this is instead of reading, this is what I do in my free time. Sometimes at work, we'll have such downtime that I can lean against the table and I could read a book. But what I do is I rack my brain and I think of, so what I did was I thought of every champion that had only ever had one title when they won a belt, never defended it, never won a belt again, lost it, lost. And that's it since 2009. And I thought, how many people can I get off the top of my head? So I got all those people and then I went and checked and verified the information. And then I made the comprehensive list. So I have a comprehensive <laughs> list uh, from people from 130 all the way to heavyweight since 2009. Uh, I say this with all sincerity. Please seek help. Take your meds. Uh, well, guys, l- let me make one guess. Let me see if yeah. I can. I'm gonna throw two guesses out there. I don't there's, know. There's some notable guys on the Juan list. Urango. Uh, no, for multiple reasons. Juan Urango won the belt several times in his. Uh, th- th- uh, his but did he ever defend him? Well, if if you won the belt twice and you couldn't make a defense, but okay. you did win the belt twice, right. I didn't count it. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. I made some some decisions to make when I made my comprehensive list. I had to make some criteria. <laughs> criteria did I make is there was an example. For instance, I'll give you an example. There's a guy by the name of Nate Campbell where he yeah. could have gone on the list because he won his belt. But the reason I didn't include him in the list is because he won he his won- belt from Juan Diaz. He won his belt from Juan Diaz. He won three belts. I would have counted it, but he won them in 2008, and he lost them in April 2009. So he was the champion in 2009, but he didn't win them in 2009, so I didn't count him because he only won them once and lost them on the scales to Ali Funeka, if you remember. Yeah. So he lost them on the scales, never defended them, never won them again. But I didn't count that because he didn't win them in 2009. Another example I'll give you is – uh, uh. Richard Comey, more recently, Richard Comey, uh, he won the belt, and while he didn't get a, he didn't technically didn't get defense because of uh, 
he fought Ray Beltran, Ray Beltran missed weight, so it wasn't a title fight. I didn't count that on the list. I didn't put him on the list for that. Another right. example, one more. Let me give you one more for the criteria. A guy who I would have put on the list, but I didn't, and this might be the name you're going to say it, so I want to say it. Guys that happened were like Daniel Jacobs, for example. He won the IBF title, and that's a real title. He won the title, never defended it, never won a title again. I didn't put him on the list because he had a WBA regular belt. And Did that you turn into like David Bixon's fan. Listen, Meltzer, that doesn't count as a – let me just – the fans <laughs> like this. That doesn't count as a real title, but it's very confusing. I'm I your brother, and I hate this. Well, no, but I think you this you could put this in a book. And I was thinking if you put this in a book, that's going to be confusing. People aren't going to want to read that. So I just figured to hell with it. I'm not going to put them on the list. So people that have won belts that are like interim titles and shit, I didn't count that. I didn't count any of that. So you had the won the belt in 2009. No, anything. Juan Urengo is not on there. Go ahead. I think this would be legitimate. I'm being serious. You had to win the belt. But no, you had to win the belt. All right. All right. <laughs> Shut up. But yeah, Go ahead. Go ahead. Shut up. I think this would be a good YouTube video. If you can make it with half a smidgen of quality, I think the topic alone would be get a lot of hits. This topic? Yeah. If you can yeah. make a good title, I think that'd be a good video for YouTube. All right. Yeah. But, but, but let me see. Because all right. the authors go on YouTube. And all right. Shut know. up. Shut up. Let me make, I'm going to make a couple guesses. Okay. All right. Sekou Pao. Sekou Pao never did win the title. No. All right. Uh, Delvin Rodriguez. Very close. He was involved in the title fight for one of the guys on the list. Dakota, right? No. Okay. That, come uh, on. No. All right, all right, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, me, let me get another one. Think uh, of 2009 and on. You're, some of these guys are naming. Saku Power hadn't been relevant in a long, long time. All right, hold up. Um, Not Delvin Rodriguez. He was Carlos, Bald Carlos Baldemir. That's probably uh, pre-2009. Pre it's about to on six, yeah. Some of these guys I wanted to add because they would have made the list more spot. Right. No, no. Okay. Uh, Polly Magnaggi. I don't think Paul he would have got it. He won two belts and he defended one of them. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to move on. That is very interesting. I, I think we'll, well make you want me to give you a couple notables. Uh, give me a hint. List. Give me one hint. I, I think we should make it next week. Now that I know this is a thing, I'll rack, I'm not going to look up anything, but I think we'll play we'll a game. We'll make a game out of it and see how many I can guess. All right, I'll give you one hint, see if you can get this All one, right. and then we'll, we'll make this a game every week. All right. Let's do a couple right now. Um, this guy uh, from Kansas, had a sad start from Kansas, but boxed out of Oxnard, California, and lost to Floyd Mayweather. Oh, Victor Ortiz. Victor Ortiz, that's one guy. Let's do okay. that. Won it that's from Berto. Won it from Berto. Yep. And right. lost it to Mayweather, and we never heard from oh, him. Oh, I got enough. I got one for sure. Okay. Austin Trout. Austin Trout. I no. I he, he uh I didn't count it because he had the regular belt and he actually, believe it or not, he defended his belt against Cota. Oh, I thought he won it against Cota. Okay. No, he had oh, he it. won it from Rigoberto Alvarez, huh? Yeah, and then defended against Cota. The real champion. Oh, then Rigoberto Alvarez should be on that. No way he won no, that. No, no. no, because the real champion at the time was Mayweather. Mayweather had the oh, super. God. But that doesn't count. Maybe uh, all right. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, give me give me one more guess. Ah uh, oh, man, I, I want to give you a harder one. This one might be easy. Uh, uh, let's see. Okay, I'll give you one. This is some kind of hard from the Ukraine, and uh, lost the unification fight to uh, Terence Crawford. Victor Postal. Victor Postal. All right. 
That's all right. We're gonna play this game next week. I, I, I like this. Yeah, yeah. It's twenty five. Okay, I, I like minutes. that. That's not bad. Okay, it's very yeah. autistic. But uh, it's fun, right? Uh, yeah. This is what I do at work, y'all. Sit him, I'll sit. I was leaning against the desk, thinking of all the names. You should really do. make it this YouTube video. Yeah, that this one. When we get a YouTube channel, this will be one of the no, first. No, you should ones. just do it on your own. But I, well, I, 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 I think it'd be interesting. All right, anyways. Uh, so let's talk about wrestling for a second. We haven't forgot about you, sick fucks. All these Dave and Bix and Band, Dave Meltzer freaks, uh, sitting on the other line waiting for us to get to wrestling. While we're here, in the first little cockroach I want to talk about is Adam Cole. Okay, now uh, I I found this on 4chan. It's a little discussion thread, but I I guess uh, Adam Cole main evented again. And this guy, he's just not having it. So he posted this. I'm going to read you this thread. And I think it brings up some interesting things. And I want to hear your take on it. Okay. so so this guy posted this is an this is not photoshopped. It's a picture of Adam Cole looking terribly small and skinny, but it's not photoshopped. You're posting this in the chat. No, 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 no. This was on 4chan and I screen capped it to tell you about it somebody started a topic you're gonna text it to me no no i'm just gonna read it to you retard oh oh okay oh okay 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 i gotta get what you're saying okay so it's a, the guy posted a picture of adam cole it's not edited it looks horrible and it says many events again why does this dimes repellent shitter get pushed everywhere he goes <laughs> is tony khan trying to replicate paul's nxt he'll put this show in a grave too and then the next guy, uh, the, the first response is, he looked like total shit today. What the fuck is going on? Is he sucking Tony's dick or something? Uh, now, the next guy, uh, I, I don't know why, where this fits in, but he says, fuck, this is all caps. Fuck you, mods in your fucking IP range ban on posting images. Fuck you. Fuck you, mods, you pieces of white dog shit. So yeah, kind of take that message out because it didn't really fit in. But this guy responds to the claim about the, uh, maybe he's sucking Tony's dick. This guy says, a warm, wet mouth around your penis feels just as good, man or woman, big or small. So very likely he is sucking him off. Also, <laughs> also Tony has confirmed he's bisexual in several interviews. So there's that oh. to know as well. Now, the next reply is very simple, short to the point. It says, man lit cold, baby. And uh, then finally, we get the, this is where this is where I knew this was a classic. Uh, so this is just a scenario to wrap your mind around this guy. The final reply to the thread. Um he said, imagine being a tiny little bit of a man. You wake up in the morning and throw back the napkin blanket from your matchbox bed. You, al- <laughs> <laughs> you almost roll off and fall to your death. Feel around for the ladder with your rice sized toe. There it is. You climb down. Now you see an ant, the giant brute lumbering towards you. The smell of tiny man meat intoxicating the insect. You run or more like you hop towards the safety of a small crack in the wall. Not even the ant can fit in. You take a moment to <laughs> you, you take a moment to rejoice and let your eyes adjust to the darkness. You're so small you can see every individual ray of light. Hungry from your morning adventure, you decide to eat. Luckily, a feast of atoms and other subatomic particles lay before you. <laughs> you eat barely <laughs> you eat, you eat barely a third of a neutron and you're stuffed. <laughs> That's when you, that's when you notice you've you've accidentally begun to fall through the very fabric of existence. You grasp <laughs> you grasp out, but everything is too big to hold on to. You fall into the abyss. It sucks being an AEW midget. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was actually really funny. Yeah, you know, I don't like doing psyops and attacks or anything like that, but. I think it's fair, you know, be transparent to all the freaks. There was a time when 
you would host uh, get-togethers at your apartment back when. Oh you had, my when, god! No, but these happened. Did this not happen? Yeah, this happened. I regret. Like I've repented. Yeah, and you loved, and you know, it's funny we laugh, but he loved Adam Cole and thought he was the coolest. No, all right, no, no, let's be real. I never thought that. Uh, by the no, that that's bullshit. I didn't even know you who didn't he love was. Adam Cole. Or by the time he came to NXT, I was already done. You were the one still slobbing on his knob, talking about how cool they are, and they're the new NWO. When did I? Oh, I, okay, so I was this. never. No, 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 no. Don't lie. Don't lie. I never. I never did any of that. I in in beyond. I never watched any of it ever. You guys always you. And we had a co-host, you guys, for some reason. Uh, well, I never watched any of it. And if we, right, we could, got 10 if, minutes on this one. I, I wish we could go back and get some episodes from that All old right. show and bring them on here so you guys yeah, could see, see, see that you're a fucking liar. And no, right, and they would see that me saying, well, no. yeah, I'm going to watch it this week. You got I'm your gonna... phone on you? You got your phone on you? Yeah, I got my phone on me. All right, the freak sent us a promo. And it's and I want you to read it because you do a little better accents than I do. Uh, that, that's this, not true. But, this is okay. supposed to be an Eddie Kingston. You know, he's like from New York or whatever. Oh, the, the freak sent us this one? Freak sent us this one to superfightfreakspodcast at gmail.com. You want to Guys, you some? send us the f- promos, emails. We'll read them. And, and here's an example. Yeah, so this is the Eddie Kingston promo. I just want you to read it. Okay. Uh, tell me if you got that. Not yet. Good use of our time. You don't got it? Uh, not yet. Oh, you fucking retard. All right, I just do it. No, 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 no. I mean, it, it's fine. Just send it to me. Can you, can you, uh, send yeah, it? I sent, I've sent it to you. I've just type it, it out and text it to no, me. No, I'm this. not typing it out to you, fucking retard. All right, then maybe you should do it. Uh, I think you did get it. You're just being a bitch. No, look, 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 look. Uh, look. It's okay. I don't care. All right, I'll, the I'll There's the Pharaoh's. Uh, hey, don't say my name. Right. <laughs> well, it's not on there. All right, all right. So, anyways, it's a picture of, of uh somebody posted a picture of uh or the guy who sent us an email. He attached an image of Eddie Kingston. <laughs> looking. Give the name of the guy who sent the email. Or did no, you I'm not going to dox. That that's one thing. This is uh we're not going to dox you. We know who you are. We know where you live. We won't reveal yeah. that. You can trust unless us. you want us to. It says you guess he didn't want us to. Apparently. Um. So so yeah, he sent us a picture of angry Eddie Kingston. This is just his idea, um, of a of a direction Eddie Kingston's character could go into. All right, so I'm gonna. You sure you didn't get it? I don't want to. Try to send, can you try to send it to me again? I don't know why we can't try one more. What's the big deal? All right. All right, you just sent it again. It's a picture, huh? Yeah, it's a picture. Oh yeah, uh, you know I, I remember actually. There's something wrong with your phone because you there's all these like you said inspirational pictures. Oh uh, whatever. But you didn't get out. I, I, never, I just I got never get any of them. Uh, okay, all right, it's okay. All right, so anyways, uh, he, here's Eddie Kingston's angry promo. This is just some kind of direction he could go into. Okay. Um, let me make something perfectly clear, E drones. I see you wearing that WWE shirt in the grocery store. Pow! I knock you the fuck out. I catch you looking at that cheap piece of shit E action figure in the toy aisle. Boom! I knock you the fuck out. I see you talking about some gay shit you saw on the network on Discord. Beep, boop. I knock you the fuck out. Consider your shit fucking hacked because I got your Addy now. When you next open your door, wham, I knock you the fuck out. This is a war. We coming for you, nigga. McConto war. Get fucked, fence sitter. Pick a side or get knocked the fuck out. So this is like an AEW versus WWE kind of declaration of war promo by Eddie Uh Kingston. What do you think about that? I think he missed the boat. Uh, I don't know if that was. 
I don't know if that's a good promo. I think they missed the boat on a lot of this war. It doesn't seem like much of a war anymore. All right, uh, I got another one off to be quick, and this is another. Uh, well, you know what's funny about this war thing that, like, the business uh, air quotes was that it was picking up a little bit when we're talking about it. it got hot. It's cooled off. It cooled off from its very from the hot state it was in, and it was already like on its dying last legs. The the, the wrestling business, and it's cooled off from that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy, dude. It's cool. Right, I got. I got to know. I'm gonna move on. We're gonna see. Uh, you line them up. I'm gonna keep knocking them down. Okay. I guess there's a big problem in the wrestling community. There's all you know. Jake the Snake. He has a good promo. Everybody knows that. You know, we all know he's one of the best promo guys, or he's thought of to be. But he does have one particular promo that's very notorious for being terrible. But this guy, he emailed us, and he's kind of breaking it down. He's kind of extrapolated it, and he's saying it's actually a brilliant promo, and we just don't understand it. So he's kind of go, going to go line by line and kind of show us that I mean, this is actually a good promo, that all this Jake the Snake promo that you guys have been shitting on is actually really good. So so listen up. This is Now, this is him. Now, I see a lot of people online and wrestling communities trying to tear down the old snake with what they consider the worst promo of all time. But what is the promo? Or is this guy going to mention that? Just a, I don't know. It's just a, I'm going to read bits of it. Okay. But in reality, we the masses have been too dumb to understand the level of Kino that Jake was throwing down. Everyone over the years have attributed the, you want to play 21? I've got 22 line as being a sign that Jake doesn't know the rules of blackjack. In actuality, what Mr. Roberts means is that he has a 22 caliber gun and that even if the opponent truly has the perfect hand, he will not walk away the victory because Jake is so vicious and will do anything to win. That's kind of a good point. Uh, the line, do you want to play back, Jack? I got two of those, too. Is then him saying that he has two actual blackjacks, a type of crude club used to bash people. <laughs> Finally, the line. You want to play aces and eights? I got too many of those. It's probably the most keno of them all. Aces and eights goes by another name. They are called Dead Man's Hand because it is said to be the cards that Wild Bill Hickok, a famous outlaw, was holding when he was shot dead. Jake is then implying that he has led a trail of men who thought they could best a snake only to wind up dead at his hands over the years. It's time to face the facts that even while ballooned off his ass on enough drugs to kill a bull, Jake Roberts could still cut a more cerebral promo than anyone in the history of the business. So what do you think about that? Uh, wow. That did sound really cool. Actually. I, I would like to hear it delivered. Uh, do you think, do you think that was where his intentions are not really? Cause that sounds, I, I have to agree with the uh, listener who wrote in that sounds, uh, that does sound pretty cool. Yeah. And then finally, I want to read a promo from our father. Um, hey, 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 hey. Uh, does my hair, do I look like one of those balding guys with the side hair? Yeah, you've looked at that for years, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead. all right. Uh, actually, I'm not going to read that one because that is not it's not in good taste. Uh, let's go ahead and well, wrap. You think it'd be full? It's from one of the listeners. <laughs> let's read one of the listeners. You have another listener uh, one. Oh, yeah, I got another listener one. Um, all right. I sent, one the listeners, what do you what's the email? I sent them a uh, 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 email that said sounds good. And they uh, replied corresponding with one of the listeners. OK, yeah. And they replied. 100 years have passed. Black Wall Street Massacre, all caps. Do you know that sub-Saharan Americans are still impacted by this event? Appears sub-Saharan Americans are not impacted by the current rape epidemic. Looting, mugging, fucking fast breeding out of wedlock is so high the sub-Saharans have even beat the cuckoo bird. 
but the Black Wall Street is the most horrific event ever. <laughs> I like and that guy. Yeah. And, and, and look to the readers. That's you could kind of say this is not the place for that, or this is not the uh, the the time for that. But uh, we're like I said, you have you a message it, we'll in your heart. It. Yeah, you sent it to us, and 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 then that's what happens. Uh, I appreciated that. I appreciated that. You know what? I appreciated that listener's candor right there. That's what I did. Uh, that's gonna wrap up part one. We'll see you guys back here in just a second for part two. I'm gonna end this. All right, yeah, fuck you, Zoom. This is part two. We had to jump through a lot of hoops to make this happen. We're gonna bring it to you guys. I, I got one more wrestling related thing, and I want to say, like, I know some of those promos I just read didn't hit. That's why I wanted D Ras to have to read them because I was gonna laugh at him reading the shit material. And I don't know if he's playing 4D chess or he really didn't get it. But once I saw that I had to read it, it kind of killed it for me. But whatever, it's not all gonna hit. That yeah. was supposed to be a psyop on my part. I was doing a psyop on D Raz to make him well. I'll remember it. that going forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, I got I got one more um, uh, wrestling topic to talk about, and it, this involves uh, D Raz's favorite wrestler for maybe fifteen years, CM Punk. Um, I don't know oh, if you guys. Are, I hate CM Punk. I hate CM Punk. A lot of you guys aren't here in the states, but uh, look, we had a big owie in the states a couple of days ago. Big bad, something bad happened. Um, not good, not good, man. <laughs> This isn't good. Um, something bad happened. Uh, I don't think you should be joking about it, but it's. Oh, did I make it? First of all, did I make a joke just now? Yeah, it seems like you're being. Uh, yeah, you are making it. You, well, you are making it about it. All right. Um, you're mocking people that are saying it's bad. So clearly, that that shows how. I'm only mocking them because it's uh, it's not bad. It's terrible. <laughs> um. Yeah, I can't prove that's what your intention was. So, okay, I guess maybe. So, you know, we remember all that shit. Uh, something bad happened. Anyway, CM Punk, you know, the guy is, let's say he's 50. All right, I don't know. He's 50 now, 49. 40. I hate, yeah, CM Punk's a bitch. Let's say he's a bitch. So he, he goes on Twitter today, and I don't know if he just watched his first episode of Rick and Morty or he just saw The Matrix for the first time. Or his balls are finally dropping. You know, he's. I, I don't get what makes a grown man feel like this to actually type. This is a. This is a tweet he sent out. Uh, this is what it said. Um, after the after the owie that happened a couple of days ago. Um, this is CM Punk. Uh, feels pointless waking up today and just going about business as usual. Feels empty. I just feel so nihilistic. Let's go wow. do a pro wrestling show when babies are murdered in schools every day. I don't have kids and I feel lost. Everyone in government is complicit. I keep deleting this. And then no, and to really send it home, no period on that sentence. I keep deleting this. Like, it's almost like that's, that's kind of, he's holding the mirror out. Yeah. You looking at who made him rich. You're seeing inside his head. That's actually CM Punk talking to CM Punk. I keep deleting this. It's like, if you ever play Max Payne, and, you know, you get all the drunken monologues, uh, uh, you know, that he's going through that. That's essentially what that was. I keep deleting this. I'm sure he thought that was just, you know, he fucking handcrafted that tweet. That's probably the final it's draft so that we saw. Fucking fake, dude. How gay is that? Because, you know, you look at someone like that who's rich and is doing what they want. I'm poor and I have to do shit I don't want. And I still it still doesn't affect me. He's you know? 50. He's 50, he's rich, and he's I doing just, what he wants. He, a 50-year-old Did it affect you? Well, I, Taylor, did it affect you? Yeah, uh, I, well, yeah, I too feel so nihilistic. A 50-year-old type that. I just feel so nihilistic. 
I can't yeah, not believe 14, this. Not 14. He's 50. Yeah, if that was a 14-year-old, I'd say, it would look, still it's, be gay. It's, yeah, it it's still- gay. I'm laughing at you. Maybe I'm slapping you. Maybe I'm, I'm pushing your face. Maybe I'm yanking your hair. You know, I'm having my fun with it. But I, I deep down, you, I know that, look, he's 13. That's what he, that's obviously what he's in there. Get over it. Yeah, he'll get over I, it. How many times do you think he read that to his wife before he sent that? I hope none, but probably a lot. Yeah, that's just so sad. And then what's funny is... You know, with a 13-year-old, you would think the 13-year-old, you're like, he's going to get over it, right? That's what you would think. This oh, yeah, he's already listening to Linkin Park. He's doing cartwheels in the backyard. He's, he's making that little it. heart symbol with like his best friend's hand where they each do half the heart. Yeah, he's over it. Yeah, he's over it. That's what I'm saying. He got and a monster. Is- he's on he's his a- third Mountain Dew. He's head banging in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. He just, he's starting. Yeah, four throwing, nights he's throwing sticks at the shed. Yeah, um, yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah but yeah, when you're practicing kickflips, so when he gets a skateboard, he can do one. <laughs> so- his day is full. Yeah. Yeah, he's got so, so much CM Punk's. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Now but, imagine yeah. you had that same lifestyle because CM Punk has got to, has to have a carefree lifestyle, but you're 50 and now you have those feelings. It's like, come on, dude, it's embarrassing. I keep deleting this. He need he, the, the right then and there. That should be a government mandated bullet to the head. I keep deleting this. Well, then why you see, you, you think the Dax Wheeler guy, or whatever, is gay? He's not gay. The CM Punk is. Uh, gay. He is also gay. There's there, there can be more than one gay person. <laughs> uh, no, no, there's only one, and it's CM Punk. Uh, and then actually, Dax Jack Dax Jack replied to that tweet, and he said, "I'll keep crying. Uh, don't get me crying again. <laughs> Tell me why I'm crying right now. Yeah. Tell me why this got me shoe crying in front of my kids." <laughs> He said, and, they're, and they're like, Dad, what's wrong? He's just, I feel so nihilistic right now. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, that's hilarious, dude. Yeah, um, that's funny. It's funny, you know, my uh, my wife, this is the little look behind the curtain today she showed me. You know, I'm, I'm making a couple of jokes. I mean, I look, I'll, I'll say this. I did make a couple of jokes about the situation today that happened, the tragedy. And I only I did it. Yes. And that's right. ill-advised. I get it. I get it. I look. Probably shouldn't have done that. It was wrong. Okay. But okay. I want to say I did it because at some point we have to start the healing. That's why I did that. Well, because I see so everybody. Why well, not? Hey, D-Raz, I know that now. Hey. Okay. Hey, so you're I'm saying like, officially you think you were wrong. Oh, hey, but I'm, I'm yeah, I was wrong. I'm okay. going to say that I was wrong there. It's not. Mm-hmm. I'll try again tomorrow. But I know that today is not, is not, it's not the right time. And right, yeah. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Hey, uh, D Raz, I'll be the first one to say it. All right. That's reasonable. So, yeah. what happened? So, what so happened? I made a couple jokes, and I, I don't know. She just wanted to kind of like it's kind of scare me straight. But she put in, you know, kind of unexpectedly, I'm drinking my coffee, and she shows me a picture of all the uh, the the victims, you know, all the little the little kids. And she puts the phone in my face, and she was saying, you know, the, 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 this is who you're laughing at, or this is who you're joking about. So, I'm kind of looking at it, and I burst into laughter. And I figured. You would, I know, man. I know, I know, I know, I and, it, and it wasn't just normal. Laughter. I could have told her that's not going to help. That's not going to help. And it wasn't just normal laughter. It was crying, gasping. I, I, I thought I, I was about to go to heaven. I, you know, I was, <laughs> I was laughing myself in her early grave, and she starts recording me, kind of in the way that, like, you know, when like an actor is really drunk and throwing up his kids, my record. I'm like, this is how you are. You know, the show him the next day. I think it was one of. <laughs> 
One, one of those types of this things. Was serious. She was being serious. Well, no, no, because then, then she started laughing. So then she can't use it for that either. You know, like the laugh, <laughs> my laughter was yeah. so infectious. So infectious. That's good. That's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. So then we're all we're all having a giggle about it, you know. But like I I, I do say I was wrong. But what, what what I find real funny about this, and not in a way to make some kind of gay point, because that's not it. But just a couple of days ago, CM Punk wore a short shirt that said a uh, abortion rights are human rights. So CM Punk is kind of taking the point that because um, he, he literally says in this text, when babies are murdered in schools every day, like, okay, first of all, it wasn't a nursery. Uh, they were in elementary. But uh, it seems every like day. the big problem for CM Punk is that it's not that the babies are dying. It's OK when the doctors do it. It's just not OK when they're shot. <laughs> yeah, that's good I think that's his big um uh, thing but 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 somebody else saw that right so somebody else made that point right they said aren't you the same guy you know they said just what i said and here's his reply to it tell me if this makes any sense okay he put a uh what did he say let's see okay yeah this is what we're up against if your god has made you believe that abortion is murder you also believe she wanted all those things all those kids to be shot dead in school can't argue with these people thoughts and prayers what does that mean? Wait, what this did the is, person say? You didn't say what the person said to him. Uh, they said the same thing that I just said. Aren't you the same guy who warned abortion rights as human rights? Now you're caring about babies being murdered. Fuck off, hypocrite. So he replies, this is what we're up against. If your God has made you believe that abortion is murder, you also believe she wanted all those kids to be shot dead in school. Can't argue with these people. Thoughts and what prayers. Does that, I don't, I, I, honestly, I don't follow. I, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not even being, I, I'm legitimately asking you, what is he trying to say? I can't follow the logic. Say, all right, well, I don't know how much, but say, can you say one more time what he said? Yeah. I, I'm really listen now. This is what we are up against. If your God has made you believe that abortion is murder, you also believe she wanted all those kids to be shot dead in school. Can't argue with these people. Thoughts she is in the mother? I think he's saying God is a woman. I think that's also another point he's making. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I was when he says she, I'm thinking, does he mean she? I would love to get him on the show. I know some there's some AEW executives who listen. I don't know if they can relate it. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, at least there's some executives we can tell from because we also know that we have your net worth. Uh, if it's available, you know, he, he's one it. UFC fighter that I have no doubt in my mind that I could physically kill with my hands. I think you could. I think you could. I, uh, I, I've seen. I've seen. Have you seen these clips? I've seen so many clips of CM Punk being backed the fuck up by regular people. Uh, have you seen the clip uh, um, where he's on some kind of like third tier reality show and he's in some challenge and uh, it's uh, there. There's like a, they're on a platform. It's kind of like a moat surrounded by lake water and he's playing in like a, a tug of war match or what is he playing? Oh no, they just have like a, a joust and they're trying to push each other. And CM Punk, this guy is 160 pounds. He's just a normal guy. And he's able to push CM Punk ruthlessly from the center all the way over the moat into the lake water in about six seconds. And uh, it's like, dude, over and over. And then there's that famous picture of CM Punk uh, proudly wearing his gi in his, in his white belt. And he just got tapped out by two guys in a tournament of three people. He got third place. <laughs> No, you mean dead? You got no, no, that, that is serious. That you're is not, not a joke. Not, that's dead serious. That's dead serious. CM Punk placed third place in a tournament of three people, got tapped out twice. 
<laughs> oh shit, dude! I think tap out because not every match ends in tap yeah, you out. You could right? just lose on points. Yeah, you could just lose on points. That's like getting KO'd twice. Like shit, dude. That's the most dominant way to that. You know, Chael Sonnen has a funny story. He always brings up about something when he was coaching wrestling. When he was coaching wrestling when he was younger, he would coach a lot of the little kids. When he, I guess, when he was in college or whatever. And he said, you know, he he was in between coaching. There was two kids, or there was like a bunch of matches going on at once, and. There was one kid he had a coach, and the other one he it was happening at the same time, so he couldn't see it. But he was like, you know, I'll come up and talk to you afterwards. And then he like, you know, the match is happening, and he went and talked to the kid. And then uh, uh, the the you know the kid lost, and he was like, oh, you know, what happened? And he's like, oh man, I just barely lost by pin. And then uh, he was like, oh well, that's that's like getting knocked out. Like that's the most dominant loss. You can't just barely <laughs> lose by that. <laughs> he's like, that's not very good. And so it's CM Punk just barely lost by choke out, <laughs> barely lost by tap out. That's yeah, hilarious. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it, is, he, I, is he proud of that? I know. I don't think he's happy that I think he could tell in his eyes from the picture that he knew this was going to get leaked online. Uh, I don't think he was happy. standing on the third place podium. Yes. Yes. So he wasn't. And it proud. doesn't look bad until you see the bracket. Because the bracket, there's three people and he lost twice. So he does. He, he doesn't actually. Look Both proud. guys got to the finals over him. <laughs> so, wait, that doesn't even uh, make sense. What if he would have? Honestly, what if he would have won? <laughs> I don't know. The, I, I don't know. I, I didn't analyze the bracket, but both guys there. One guy had two victories. The other guy had one victory, and both of them <laughs> tapped out CM Punk. Um, wait, but, was he proud on the podium or no? No, you could tell on his face. That he was like, here we go. The chuds, the fucking Trump deplorables are going to see this. You know, you could tell he kind of knew that, it. Was this recently? Uh, it was probably like eight months ago. I don't know. Oh, wow. Because, you know, it's one thing to hate on people. Okay, yeah, I get it. But look. He's never shown an inkling athleticism. Or I know. That's what I'm saying. There's one thing to be a hater. There's one thing. But let's. And this is what I want to tell the freaks out there. You can hate. You can do things. But listen. We the mum number one thing is it's not you're not being a hater when you're being honest when we're when we're seeing things for what they are. Yes. Some double standards exist. Some of these things, you know, the yeah, you're not being a hater when uh you're hating on someone who makes a lot of money if they got all that money from sucking dick. Yeah, okay. I mean, there's th- these standards exist. Okay, generally, yeah, if you're poor and you're hating on someone who's rich, all right, yeah, I guess you're just kind of being a loser, but some t- you know, not everything is created equal. So, yeah, we can hate on CM Punk because that's fucking embarrassing. You're not a fighter. You're not a tough guy. You're not a, that's embarrassing. I mean, if that happened yeah. to you, Hitler, would you ever do another tournament ever again? I'm not acting like a fake badass. I don't think that's – I don't look, I don't think it's the big deal to lose a tournament. Buying of itself well, no, is not but a when big you're deal. 50 and you got submitted twice. I don't think that's a big deal. Are you – would you tell people you do jujitsu? I wouldn't act like a badass. Uh, <laughs> I, I, maybe I'd wait till I was asked directly about it. Um, yeah, I, I would say I've done it before. I wouldn't even say I currently do it. I've it's, done like, it. it's like anytime anybody asks me about my boxing experience, I say, look, what I did is no different than somebody who literally goes to a park and plays basketball with other people. I, I'd say that's very accurate. Yeah, I'd say, you know, you want to call that guy a baller? Uh, I'm not stopping you, but I'm not saying I would. Uh, th- does that mean I was D1? Was I college level? No, I was a guy who went to the park to play basketball. That's my equivalent experience to boxing. So would I beat somebody else 
who who doesn't do that? Probably. Yeah. Probably. But would I beat somebody who 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 does it regularly and, and, and takes it serious? Probably not. And then you get to really quickly you get to the chance. Well, yeah, I would never beat that guy. You know, uh yeah. Yeah, but I but I'm uh but you know, I don't have any ego about it. I'm not a fake tough guy like him. Uh, yeah, well, that's what know, I'm saying. So we can hate like on him. That's a, that. That's the, there's no shame in losing a tournament. But and even in my own way, like no, in my in, in my own head, I'll say that. But I'm always thinking like, dude, I'll knock you the fuck out right now. Uh, or you, you know, I, I still have. I've always wondered about you. Did, is there one day do you want to have some amateur fights just to no, mark? No, 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 no. Never. I don't think so. No. Maybe tomorrow, just for your bucket list type thing. I think that'd be a fun thing for you. I'd love to be on the other side of the corner, see what it feels like. I, I, you know what? My bucket list is to spar you one more time and go hard and show you that I could whoop your ass so easily. Oh, man, I would fuck you up, dude. Yeah, you I say that. I All wouldn't right. want, but I think I would easily. I, I could. I, I, I've told people this before. You know how I'm like on a charcoal bag, you know, you could just rip open the charcoal bag and that's fine. You could still get it open. But mm-hmm. if you if you know what you're doing, if you grab on that charcoal thread and if you know where to pull, you know how to do it. You could open that bag like that effortlessly and cleanly. And that's exactly how I would handle you. I know exactly what string to pull, when to pull it, how hard to pull it. I mean, it's probably whenever I want, I could unravel you. I probably could have knocked you out probably for years at this point. It's been years since I got to be bigger than you. uh, That probably would have been the case. But now, especially now, whenever I mean, I I would knock you out and I wouldn't want to do that. I don't think I could do that. I would rather you win. But, I, I, you know, look, I know. If they, I have you snoring on the ground. If we could put your skills and whatever you, hey. if we could clone you and I fought your clone, I would knock your clone the fuck Dude, out. Dude, I, I would have you not just asleep. You would be snoring loudly in the ring. They would send you home. I promise you, you'd be sent home from our training camp. They would say, and okay. I, I'm telling you this. They would I, say, this guy, they would tell me, hey, you can pay him for the day, but he's not going to be able to get deep. And uh, I, uh, I would kick you in the fucking ready. head when you hit the ground, too. <laughs> just to make a get, point. <laughs> uh, you've never knocked anybody out, so I don't know where that's coming from. <laughs> All right. Now, I wanted to say this one, one last little uh, thing. You know, when, when I knew this CM Punk thing was it going to work out in the fight or when at least I had my first real inkling that, hey, this wasn't going to look good before the Mickey Gall fight. It wasn't the pads. wasn't none of that. You know, you know where I knew that there's a real problem here. <laughs> no, this was in, the, in his first fight, right? Pre Mickey Gall I was watching the UFC countdown, whatever it was. And there was this thing, right? He'd already been training for a couple of years at this point. There was this thing with like he was training at like Book Doofus or Stupid Doofus, whatever the <laughs> training academy was. Duke Rufus. Whatever. Okay. Well, that's Duke what I said. <laughs> yeah, Duke Rufus. I can't believe no one ever called him Stupid Doofus. That's hilarious. The stupid Doofus School of Martial Arts. Dude, anyways, it's School of Karate. They should get a shirt that says that. <laughs> Don't wear that to fuck with him. Stupid <laughs> Doofus. Yeah. Anyways, he was there, and I saw this thing. This this and it was real concerning to me. Uh, you, you know, internally, I was kind of like, "Oh, this is not right." And I kind of looked around the room when it happened. And, you know, I was probably in a room by myself, so I didn't get a lot of feedback on that. But, you know, if I were in a room full of people, I would have kind of been like, you know, looking back and forth. You guys see this? But what it was, it was um, this. Um, what they wanted to do was to simulate a fight for CM Punk. And that's not out of the ordinary. You know, like when you're doing a new thing, I could kind of see it, you know, especially if it's going to be on a big stage, you know, like Conor McGregor had some simulation sparrings that were like supposed to be like a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he did that in the lead up to the Mayweather boxing match, you know, most notably against Paulie Malignaggi and Malignaggi, you know, 
said it was gay and there was an announcer, you know, but but I kind of get it. Fine, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did this for CM Punk, you know, a simulation fight, but it was very obvious that it was fake. It was about as real as his match at Elimination Chamber against Kane or whatever. <laughs> it's about that level of cooperation. And even then, CM Punk was having to be willed to victory. Oh, my gosh. Really? And he the sissy strike, sissy clinch, everything. And look, I tell you what, after a grueling seven-minute performance, he did kind of. And he's it's, it's kind of like the Mickey Gall fights. Or not Mickey Gall. Like the Mickey Rourke boxing matches where Mickey Rourke doesn't know it's staged, but everybody else watching knows it's not real. And uh, that's exactly what it was. And he finally gets the courage to go for something against this guy. And he gets a uh, fake rear naked choke, like into the second round or whatever of their fake fight. And, you know, they were cheering that. And they're like, see, you see, Phil, you see, you won. You won, Phil. <laughs> Phil you won. Oh, that's not good. And I that's was good. just, and I was thinking like, you know what? You did it, Phil. He's not two weeks into this. He's two years <laughs> at this point. And like I said, there's nothing wrong. But it, if, if McGregor was boxing for two years and he was still doing mock sparrings as fights, eventually you'd come to the point where you'd say, you know, what, McGregor, let's just spar. Let's just do the sparring now. We don't need get to you do more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's just have sparring. And so when I saw the, uh, the Phil, Phil Brooks, um, CM Cunt, when I saw that he was doing these fake fights two years in his training, I knew there was a problem because at that point he should just be sparring. You should just show me sparring clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just show what you're working on. Yeah, and then you'll deal with the time and how. Because really, the fake fight thing, I don't know what that would even be for at a certain point. I don't know what that's teaching you. I guess to get the feeling of what a real fight's like. What? But Phil, you did it. Phil. Yeah, that won. doesn't make sense. Really, at a certain point, sparring is probably going to be harder than the fight anyway. So if you can do it in sparring psychologically you should be able to do it in the fight you know it's not like a if you saw that and we were going to meet and me and you were going to go spar him what would you tell me and what would you expect you know if i knew it was seeing punk i'd say yeah fucking kill him let's see this this would be real fun <laughs> and you'd expect me to how long do you think it would go depends which d-rash showed up probably oh, don't give me that don't no, give no. Me that. Uh, what do you mean if you spar him if I spar, like, let's say I sparred him when, after seeing these clips, what and would you tell I, I would imagine one minute. And you, would you tell me anything? You'd say, just go fucking kill I'd him. I'd say, go fucking kill him. Let's, especially <laughs> if I knew it was CM Punk and I knew he was yeah. a little bitch faggot. Yeah, I'd say, well, he wants to transition into boxing at celebrity. Maybe he's going to fight Jake Paul. And is so he really get... saying that? No, I'm just saying this is a for instance. Oh, dude, he would get his head knocked off. So yeah, you would tell you would tell me just to knock his head off in the sparring. Oh, just squash this immediately. <laughs> yeah, it'd be yeah. I mean, fuck CM Punk. Or well, it'd be funny. I think I would knock him out cold, and then or whatever. I would tell his trainers. I would tell Duke stupid or whatever, and the other guy that uh, <laughs> Duke I would tell. Stupid. That, <laughs> yeah, I'm calling that too. Duke stupid, get over here. Uh, no, I would tell him that. Like, I would try to explain to him, like, no, well, I'm a lot better than Jake Paul. That's probably not gonna. You guys, you're getting there. You're getting there. It's just to see if we can. He's getting <laughs> fucking blitzed and sparring and shit, and then he still does the fight, expecting to win. 
that I think would be fucking you know, it's funny because you look at the CM Punk thing, and it was clear that he had wasn't being pushed since barn, wasn't being pushed in training. And then I think it's because they didn't care about him. There's no way anyone Yeah, would... but but you saw like it manifested itself in the ring, you know. And you you look at just recently that that I dubs, he had his you know fight against some some guy or whatever. And I don't know if you see him after the fight, he has black eyes, you know, he looks like he was in a 12-round war um oh wow yeah yeah his face is all you know bruised up but anyways he was he was talking about his thoughts on the fight you know and, and this is a guy who was only been boxing for several months in preparation for this right and I, I thought it was real interesting because he was saying that you know he was saying nobody in sparring was ever trying to kill me he was saying the intensity was never i'm gonna knock you the fuck out and he was saying and that's clearly what it was in the fight and he's like and yeah. i wasn't used to that and he's like and i kind of get it and i see it now and i'll be better for it next time but he still rose up to the challenge and fought back and was really fucking tough. Where it's like CM Punk is I'm just the opposite. Like that shows kind of a level of uh, understanding or maybe maturity in 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 the sense of maturity in the sense of fighting that he did actually put that together. They, that was a you know that was something you're missing and you that's you can learn from that. You know you can learn from a beating like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yes, it is a Punk- completely different mentality. And uh, and we've talked about it before many times on here. It's we we do the sparrings here and where I live, and it was different. It, it, it's it's kind of the, I think the box. It's sort of the boxing way. And when I guess he was probably training with people who aren't necessarily boxers, or, or who were maybe taking the easy on him. But once you get to a certain level in boxing, it's like that. It's uh, you know, yeah, we have every to sparring is sparring because in the fight, you know, you can't replicate that feeling, you know. And if you, if, if even me, like as somebody with no aspirations to compete at the time, but all the sparring I did, it was never a holding back against anybody. Yeah. yeah. It was always from day one. Maybe not yeah, day it, one. Maybe you got a couple of passes. Yeah. Once you cross that threshold, you almost never cross back unless you're trying to benefit somebody else. Like yeah. 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 You'll never cross back. And it's because it is almost because it's like uh, if you, if you turn that switch off and you stop trying, I think it is hard to replicate that and you will be hurt. Let's see this next training camp. I'm only going to, we're only going to be doing soft sparrings. I think it'll hurt, but when you get in the ring there, there will be, you know, there's just no replicating to it. There's, there's nothing like it, you know? So well, speaking having- of that, let's put the spotlight on you, D-Raz. Uh, catch everybody. It looks like we got eight minutes. So finish strong. What's going on with you? How are you feeling? What are you doing? I want you to disclose all injuries. Let's get it out there. Hey, I'm a little banged up. You know, I, I hurt my hand and uh, I'm getting an MRI done on uh, Friday. So we'll we'll get more information on that. But you know, I'm a little banged up, a little worse for wear, and I'm underpaid and underappreciated. But uh, I'm still gonna show up. Uh, I believe it's June 8th. I think. How many and hands are you gonna fight with? I'm gonna fight with one hand and ten fingers, and uh, or one hand and five fingers. I should say one hand and five fingers, and it's all I'm gonna need because I'm I'm gonna put a freaking hurt on this guy. Uh, you know, for free. Good, bad, or indifferent. It doesn't matter how I feel. I'm going to make sure this guy uh, feels a lot worse. I'm Will gonna, this be I'm your bo- first time fighting with one hand? This won't be my first time fighting. Without, it will be my first time fighting professionally without one hand, but I've done it before. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I know what it's I'd like. I'd say a large, uh, probably uh, maybe 10% of your amateur career is one-handed. <laughs> it's been plenty one-handed plenty of times. So I'm used to it. I, I don't know if I've got some sort of – I probably have a degenerative disorder – that that has given me these ailments, especially my right hand. But uh, uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna work with it, but it, it's fine. I needed to work on the left hand anyway, so this is a blessing in disguise. I needed to work on leading with my jab and things like that more. So um, you're gonna see more of that in this next fight. But I I really want. I'm like I'm so motivated to put on a 
a real, real nice performance, a real nice show. And the freaks uh, want to know what's the weight at right now. Weight's at it's under one sixty now. I'm under one sixty. All, right, all right. And what are you going to weigh for this fight? You know yet? Uh, probably over 140, but under 147, okay, 45. All right. All right, Matt. I, I, I think we're excited for that. Yeah, so so you guys can look forward to that. We'll have the video up ASAP. Whenever I get it, whenever I see it, it'll, it'll be on here uh, the next time we do a show. Uh, um, yeah. I, I don't know. Should we have both fights? I, think, should- I like it. Unless it's a lot of work for you. If it's a lot of work for you, then forget it. But, yeah, we can keep doing it until – Maybe no, I'm saying, the, should we just have it should it just be the second fight or should we have both fights on, on that's what I'm saying unless if it's a lot of work for you to, to upload them like every episode then no but if it's just a click or it's an easy couple of clicks then yeah we could keep it going where we keep adding fight after fight after fight until we have a list of like by the you know until yeah, the fights start getting uh, huh yeah until they get uh like if they're on TV and shit then yeah just go watch just go watch it yeah but all right, man. Uh, then, then we legally maybe wouldn't be allowed to put a link to it uh, on on our little podcast. But uh, well, right I'm now, glad too. I learned a nice little workaround. Uh, so I'm only going to buy one stream this time, and then pass it out to everybody instead of everybody individually buying a stream. So it, there is going to yeah. be a mass reduction. I think Jasmine realized this too. So there's going to be a mass reduction in buys for your fight the next time. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. So that'll maybe reflect poorly on me. But what what I'm looking to do is I want to boost the ticket sales at the gates. I think if I can get on these shows three, four times and get a little momentum going, I think people are going to start asking for the guy, the mullet, the sunglasses guy, the the jean jacket guy. Is he fighting? Is he fighting? So if that happens, then I think it doesn't matter what what the streams are. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Yeah, because you're gonna, uh, that that that's cash. That's liquid assets for the promoter. Oh, uh, right there. That's cash. Look, oh, hand. I'm charging. I'm charging my standard rate of a, a you know, a handshake and a hot dog. So, you know, that, <laughs> they're not losing too much on that end. So, they're gonna let you put relish on it this time. Well, we'll see. Depends how much I get. I gotta give them. They said I gotta give them more this next time if they want. If I want to get toppings. So oh, man, uh, that's a lot of motivation right there. <laughs> Keep you <laughs> jogging in the middle of the night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. All right, well, I, I, I think we've said uh, all we can say. Uh, and I, you, everyone listened to this episode, and, you know, they spent however over an hour, and, you know, not much was said in that hour. I almost feel like we robbed them. Yeah, well, I feel like they've robbed us, and I feel like Zoom has robbed us. So to, to, to everybody who – What uh, goes wrong comes wrong. What goes wrong comes wrong. And if you, if you don't like this about. episode, I, I ask you to look at yourself in the mirror and, and ask you who – Quickly, quickly, Davis versus Romero. Who do you have? Uh, Davis Romero's a nobody, never was. He's an Instagram TikTok fighter. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a faggot. And Davis is going to make quick work of him? I don't know about quick work, uh, but he, he should, should win. win. Certainly he should win. I don't know anything about Romero. Uh, I don't even know but what he da- looks Davis like. is turning into a much better fighter, I think. He, he, he's getting better every time I see him. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it did, and it's it's really it's a good way to get better to fight these guys we've never heard of. Uh, this is they're they're for, they're man, it's apparently it's like a mandatory number one contender fight. What does that mean? I don't know. It's a number one contender fight, and the winner would have that, to that's fight. what I'm saying. Some secretary put that name on the Excel spreadsheet, and now that's the mandatory. Well, that's all that's that happened for you. That's boxing, so uh, I don't know. I guess, uh, we'll, uh, who do you got, Romero or Tank? I actually like the Romero guy, but uh, I, I mean, I would pick Tank. I don't know what the odds are. I think the uh, Tank is like a plus. Uh, 
probably plus three thousand. Who the hell? Yeah, is he's like a, over plus thousand or something like that. So, I mean, you maybe would want to put some money on Romero in that case, because I mean, you can make some big. The money only thing off. I know about Romero is like five years ago he sparred uh, uh, Ryan Garcia, and it was intense. King apparently. of the faggots, though. So that's King of the faggots. Yeah. So yes, King of the faggots got beat up in the sparring. I mean, or is anyone surprised? Ryan Garcia is one of the biggest faggots and frauds out there. I'll say it. Who won that uh, sparring? Huh? Who won this morning? Uh, Romero. Oh, but really? it was head- Romero. Oh, really? Yeah, he beat him in oh, the sparring. Okay. All right, all right. But it was an edited sparring, so I mean, who knows what really happened? But yeah, Steve Romero edit- was editing it. Well, I don't know who the fuck edited, it, but uh, potentially. But yeah, in the clip, Romero beat the shit out of him. Like, beat really? The fuck okay. Badly, yeah. But yeah, somehow I know that happened. Um, yeah, no, was- you should go watch it. But he beats the shit out of him, but. And this is already when Garcia was already a pro by this point. Like, and Romero it was a pro too, but obviously much less heralded. Her All right. Well, if he beat the shit out of him, um, then I guess that if it's plus 6,000, maybe put some money in Romero. Yeah. 25 bucks, it might be worth it. But I, I'm going with Davis in this one. And, uh, you know, just while we're on the subject, if Davis fought Ryan Garcia, uh, I'm laying money that Ryan Garcia gets put in a, in a casket. So, yeah, uh, did he get, he's way too open. Oh, I know. I know. He's way too open. And, I don't even know how hard he necessarily hits now. I haven't seen him fight one good person, so I'd like to see if he even has the power to really back that up. It's really easy to knock oh, out. that Liam Smith guy, whoever. Well, yeah, it's good. Okay, yeah, no, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Well, that's better it's, than Rocky Romero. When they show up to the ring half drunk already, half drunk cab drivers are pretty easy to put out, so I don't know. But uh, we'll see. Boxing's gay. That's the fight coming up. Let us know what you think. Uh, next time we do an episode, you guys have to look forward to the game that we're going to play. D-Raz's autism. He's going to open up his book. D-Raz autistic trivia. Yep. Uh, Until then, peace out. Bye.